0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom And good morning, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Bucko Talk on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. I'm your host, Dan Zhang. Really looking forward to our next conversation. Looking forward to next hour as well. With you until 11 o'clock in that uh, 10 o'clock hour, Rick Eckstein, Pirates hitting coach, will join me right off the top, and then I'll chat with the bucko catcher, Luke Maley. I think he's going to be an interesting interview. Love talking baseball with him and having the opportunity to meet him at Pirate Fest. Uh, Really insightful, terrific defensive catcher, but is someone who is... Uh, On the cusp of making a major league roster, or at least staying on one throughout the course of a a normal 162-game season. So how is his situation affected uh, by this pandemic? We spoke with Keone Kella. It's at 937thefan.com last week. And uh, he's in his free agency year. So every player is affected in a different form and fashion uh, in their own way. And Mailey, I think, is going to be one of them that uh, is impacted, maybe not necessarily for the better. And as we go through these these contract negotiations to, to resume playing, or at least the approval to return to play... Is mainly somebody that could potentially break a rank and file in the union because a lot of folks are hypothesizing that the latest proposal from Major League Baseball is intended to uh, break up the Union, to create class warfare. And, and Mele's uh, not necessarily in that class of, of Garrett Cole or, or Mike Trout or anything along those lines. So hopefully uh, he'll have some really interesting things to say on that. He's really insightful. Looking forward to that. But first we go to a uh, new guy to the uh, Post-Gazette beat, um, Mike Persak is with us on the Fan Hotline. Brought to you by the Workers' Compensation Law Firm of Hall and Capitas. New to the Post Gazette, Mike. We haven't had an opportunity to meet. Glad to meet you here on the airwaves. I you've been on the beat for a month or two or three. Uh, give us some background on you.
1: Uh, yeah. First of all, thanks for having me. It's, uh, but but yeah, it's been um, kind of strange joining and and not actually meeting anybody. So it's, it's glad to talk. Uh, I'm glad to talk to you. Um, yeah, it, yeah. So some background on me. I guess uh, you know I'm. I'm I uh, have worked with the Post Gazette uh, for about a year now, uh, moving in on a year in different capacities. So I started as an intern uh, last summer, you know, just covering a lot of different things. And um, then in the fall, I, I, I uh, got hired to cover Penn State um, football and, and Duquesne and Robert Morris basketball. So kind of moved on there and then, uh, you know, ended up on the Pirates beat for for the spring, kind of before all of uh, you know, the, the coronavirus shut down and, and, um, so, so, you know, I, I had, I guess, different expectations when, <laughs> when I, when I got on the beat, but, but yeah, it's been, um, you know, it, it, it's been, it has been good, you know, kind of talking to some of the players over the phone and, and that sort of thing and getting acclimated as best I can, um, in that way. So, uh, but, but, but I'm certainly, you know, looking forward to, I guess, uh, Getting to go to an actual baseball stadium, I'd say, at some point.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And and when that's going to happen, obviously uh, that that remains to be seen. And who knows if the media is even going to be allowed in there? Uh, that, right. That's another story for another day, in and of itself. So I, I am curious. How do you go about um, your your first year on a on a beat during a pandemic? Um, you've had the opportunity to work the phones. That's essentially what you're relegated to do. Has that been as productive as you would like? Maybe more productive than you initially anticipated, because I guess nothing does really beat the face-to-face contact and and getting to to know somebody uh, on that individual level.
1: Right, and, and I, I you know I I wish it were more productive, but but uh, you know I guess beggars can't be choosers, right? I I, I, I you know people have been helpful. Um, the Pirates have been helpful getting me in touch with people. My my beat Jason Mackey has been helpful getting me in touch with people because that was what I was kind of worried about when I first took over. Is it was like, well, I mean, you know, we 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 still have to write stories and I have to come up with ideas and and, and write you know whatever I can. Um, but but it, it it obviously I didn't know anybody. I, I didn't know any any players. I didn't have anybody's number or anything like that. Um, which can be difficult, can be challenging there, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean people have been helpful and, and guys I talked to have been, you know, willing to willing to talk, I guess, and and so yeah, it, it turned out better than I kind of expected because people have kind of, I don't know, known the situation and known how how difficult it can be when you're taking over and don't really know anybody and can't really meet anybody so so it's certainly been interesting but um but yeah i think i think it 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 has been a little bit better than than i probably uh expected at the beginning
0: yeah i'm with you because nobody's doing anything nobody's going anywhere everybody's hemmed hemmed up inside so they have all day to talk and uh some people actually uh, otherwise, welcome the call when they, when, when they wouldn't at least you know from from my purposes is we chat with uh, Mike Persak here from the Post Gazette he's new to the uh, the Pirates Beats. so give him a follow on Twitter be sure to, to read his work he along with Jason you are doing a great job uh, trying to push out the the good content as it pertains to Pirates baseball and one of the articles that I thought was really interesting. Uh, as it pertained to the bloodletting, the bloodshed, if you want to even call it that, uh, that minor league baseball had this week, one of their darkest days, um, a lot of folks aren't going to have the opportunity to pursue their dream because there were mass releases throughout the, the league. And you were able to talk to a number of folks uh, inside the organization that have gone through the, the minor league process, which really is invaluable and, unfortunately, that's changing and not changing for the better, and with that goes so many life experiences and player development experiences, doesn't it, Mike?
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a lot more than um, than just the money thing, right? And, and I think you know, it, it, obviously the money is a big deal because there's been a lot of you know pe- people know that the minor leaguers don't make um, uh, probably enough money. Uh, it's it, it's a grind. Like it, it is hard to get through the minor leagues, um, and that's not you know any any news. But, um, but but the the process of getting through it and getting to the majors and all that is is worth so much to the guys that have done it. Um, that can look back and kind of say like, yeah, I, I really grinded through that. Um, and so uh, it, you know, I think the guys that have made it, the guys that that have been in the majors, that have uh, either coached in the minors or just played in it and all that you know kind of recognize how valuable that was or that has been to their careers um and so the fact that that that's not possible uh for for a lot of guys who are gonna get cut um is you know a big detriment I think.
0: A lot of players uh, probably aren't happy about minor leaguers getting released here, right? I mean, every one yeah. narrative out there is that you know big leaguers, they leave minor leaguers in the dust, and as soon as they cross that line, so to speak, and they become part of the players' association, is that they truly do forget about minor league baseball players. That, that's true in some respects, but in this instance... I think there's a lot of guys speaking out against this reconfiguration of what minor league baseball is going to look like moving forward.
1: Yeah, and and you know I I I think there's only so much that guys who get from the minors to the majors can do right away. You know because because right away you're you're it's not like you're getting to the majors and then making a, a ton of money, right? Like you still have the grind once you get there to make sure that you're staying. So I think guys are just kind of focused on themselves once that's the case. But, but yeah, you're right. I mean, with this, you've seen a lot of people, um, kind of speak out or, or do what they can. Uh, saw David Price is donating part of his money for the Dodgers and, and everybody that's in the minor leagues out there. I think that's a, that's a really good, um, uh, you know, nice gesture, I guess. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think guys probably are more mindful than we think, um, of Of the minor leaguers, it's just that, to me it would be that like like once they get up to the majors they they just have to i mean they're still focusing on themselves they don't have time to be kind of charitable and thinking of helping everybody from the minors get you know get better and all that um but but I think you're right that 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 the guys now that, you know they still recognize that that those guys are grinding, and that um you know it'd be a, it'd be a big hit to baseball the cut a ton of guys. So, so I think people are kind of, you know, speaking out and 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 worrying about that more now as it becomes, uh, maybe more of a reality.
0: In your piece that you that you wrote this week about minor league baseball, in your research and all of your phone calls that you made, we're chatting with uh, Mike Persak, by the way, from the Post Gazette, uh, Pirates beat writer, new to the beat. What did you learn, and what was your biggest takeaway? Maybe something that you didn't have going into that.
1: Um, yeah. So, so I think well. I would say that, that just kind of a different perspective, um, that, that Joel Hanrahan brought the, the, who was supposed to be the part triple A pitching coach. He was their double A pitching coach last year with Altoona. Um, I thought an interesting perspective that, that he brought was just like the idea that, that the, the city, um, the cities of these minor league towns are, Gonna, gonna be affected too. And, and, you know, obviously the, the, the players that are being cut and, and, um, that are losing paychecks and all that should, should certainly be thought of first and, and something should, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully that can be prevented as much as possible. But, um, you know, for me personally, like I, I, I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So, and, and that's a, you know, high a, uh, baseball town, uh, with the West Michigan white out there. And so, you know, I know that, that people from, those like I don't know smaller towns that are not super small towns, but but those smaller towns that that don't really live near a big major league ballpark, like that's their summer, like that's where they go to to watch baseball games and all that. So I think it's a, it's a bigger hit than than I think um, just I don't want to say just that, that makes it sound crass, but but um, than than the actual minor league jobs or the paychecks going to them. I think you know this can be wide-reaching and it can hurt the the health of the game in general. I just think this is this is. More than just um, just cuts to to players or, or losses of paychecks um, in a big minor league system. This is, this can have a huge effect on on the health of the game and how people view the game and and the access to the game for certain people in certain communities. Like this is, you know, it's a big deal and and I don't think anybody takes it lightly. But but it's, um, you know, it's, it's definitely not something to to blow off or push to the side.
0: Mike Persak, Pirates beat writer, Post-Gazette, with us uh, talking about the minor leagues and the mass, I don't want to say layoffs, but mass cuts that occurred earlier this week. The Pirates did not um, announce if they were going to release any players, though you would anticipate that with essentially every other team around the league doing so. Uh, Do you anticipate that, number one, Mike? Uh, And when is that going to occur? And uh, the fact that the Pirates haven't done that yet, do you have any any reason to suspect that there's something beyond other than they just haven't gotten to it yet?
1: Yeah. I mean, Jason, Jason Mackey and I have talked about this before with not even specifically with my release, but, but with, um, you know, different furloughs or, 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 um, you know, jobs throughout the entire organization. It is. I, I wonder just how long any organization, um, and specifically the pirates can, can keep those off, you know, and, and, um, you know, early earlier in the in the spring, or, or like shortly after the season was delayed. Um, you know, it, they made, they took measurements to to take pay cuts and try to prevent furloughs. And the question that we asked at the time, you know, amongst ourselves was was how, how much of a runway does that give you? Like, how long do those pay cuts get you, like months down the road, or you know, through the whole year, or whatever. Um, and so, so, you know, I, I think I, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to say for sure if the Pirates will have to make those cuts. It seems likely that any team will have to make those cuts if there is no season and there is no revenue coming in. Um, and maybe if, even if there is a season. Um, but, but I also wonder that, you know, because yesterday there were some teams, um, I saw the Twins and Royals committed to, um, play, paying their minor leaguers and, and having no cuts and, All that, and I wonder if guys maybe saw the reaction um, to some of the other, like you know, uh, organizations having to cut some minor leaguers, and and such a public outcry that maybe they were like, all right, we, you know, we can't do this Um, because a lot of a lot of the organizations that did do it early got got you know, kind of the optics weren't
0: uh, good. The optics weren't good at all. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Mike Persak with us, uh, Post-Gazette beat writer of for the Pirates. Um, what do you think this does long-term to the Pirates' vision for development as we see minor league baseball changing right before our eyes and getting leaner? Um, I was wondering aloud before I had you on, so I'm curious. Uh, we don't have a ton of time left, but I'm just curious if you can give me kind of a consolidated take uh, of where you think this is headed.
1: I think that, I think that this hurts. Small market teams a lot more than big market teams. I think like a, a team like the Pirates has to be. There's a, a much smaller margin for error for a team like the Pirates. They have to nail on their prospects, develop them, and, and keep them in house because that's that's the cheapest way to do things. If you don't think you're going to be able to get a bunch of free agents to, um, you know, a bunch of the expensive free agents, I should say, then then that's the way to do it. You got to build up your minor league and. and and, you know, that's obviously a recipe for success for everybody. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think this is, this just makes the, that, that margin for error even smaller for, for the Pirates. Um, and you think about the draft, they got to hit the, the, shortened draft this year. They got to hit on more draft picks. They got to hit way closer to a hundred percent and, um, you know, see that development turn out down the road. So yeah, I, I think it, I think it definitely affects the Pirates, um, you know, in a, in a big way.
0: All right, Mike, uh, I appreciate the expertise. Welcome to the Pirates Beat. Again, give him a follow uh, on Twitter. Mike Persak, uh, read his work in the Post-Gazette. He, along with Jason Mackey, doing a terrific job. Thanks for joining me on Bucko Talk. We'll be calling you back here, Mike, before too long, and uh, we'll be talking baseball here, hopefully, about a, a return to play.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for
0: having me.